0: Hello, my name is Miranda HP,
1: and I'm Connor Calloway,
0: and we are the Bountiful Bards.
1: Please join us in our first ever recorded D&D campaign,
0: The Fountains of Cathedra.
1: Okay, so I would say about an hour or so passes by, you two are able to get, I'm sure, about a good hundred yards away from the monstrosity that you just took care of just to sit and find your nice little place to to breathe and uh, you have a short rest without any problems. So, now what would you like to do?
0: Burn the corpse.
1: What? What'd you say?
0: Burn the corpse?
1: Are you gonna burn the corpse?
0: I don't know. Just, meh.
1: Something will eat it. Just leave it there.
0: Okay. It's already pretty, like, halfway charred anyway, so. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, uh, realigning ourselves with my compass mark. Okay. And
1: off we go. Roll me a survival check. If you do not mind. I mean, Ah. you might mind, but I need you to do it anyways.
0: Um, I think it's plus one to my survival. Uh, 15.
1: 15. Uh, you two were able to continue your trek for the next, I would say, five or six hours, about mid-afternoon now, as you both just continue your trudging through the woods. Uh... Roll me a perception check as you're making your way along. Making our way?
0: 13.
1: 13.
0: I think. Yep, 13.
1: uh, As you come around another bin... Actually, roll with advantage because once again, Jimothy's with you and you're both around on the lookout so he would be helping you. 15. Okay. The
0: 20 is staring at me.
1: You hear... A scraping noise It's about mid-afternoon going into the evening now and you hear a scraping noise of some sort
0: Does it sound metallic? Does it sound natural?
1: It sounds natural. It sounds uh like claws scraping along something. Jimothy goes Sounds like a bear. You know they do that. They, they that's how they sharpen their claws and keep them Oh, boy. Hold on, let me. I'm not going to try and climb a tree this time.
0: Thank you, because apparently you can't do that. Uh,
1: excuse me. Against
0: a bear? Not a good idea anyway. You know, maybe
1: if you help me up, maybe I can do it. You know, I'm going to climb a tree anyways. Here, help me.
0: Okay, I'll try to help him.
1: Uh, That one not actually help. That was the
0: like, sibling, like, I can't get off yeah.
1: uh, With a 15, he is able actually to climb a stronger tree this time. And he gets up there and he goes, Oh, yeah. says, uh, there's a grizzly. Um, And let me let him make a survival check real quick. 19. Very good, Jimothy. Um, He goes, we're downwind. But she's in front of us. And I think I see a little one or two. So let's just wait a minute.
0: Yep. Can't go over it. He goes, go under
1: it. He goes, let's hunker down and hopefully she doesn't see us or find us. So roll me a stealth check.
0: Yeah, I'm going to try to use prestigitation to keep our scent, like...
1: You and that prestigious... wow. you Look. Do, You do realize it's not a catch-all, right?
0: But it's useful.
1: Jimothy rolls a natural 20. Not a on boy. Still.
0: I rolled a... What's my does my cloak help at all? Um, 16.
1: Your cloak does... I mean... It would make it easier for you to hide, I would say. It it doesn't give you. I never wrote that. It would give you advantage if you change the colors. I'll rethink that. That might be. That might be something we can talk about later. Rehash.
0: I was thinking if I make it look like the surroundings, kind of like the Elven cloak from, you know, that Frodo and Sam are. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. (laughs) That's what I'm picturing. Um, You both hunker down for and count to like 500, trying to let just the minutes go by, and you see, you hear the rustling of grass as you both or kind of like squat down behind a bush, and you see a little bear cub just kind of come around the corner and look at you. You see it sniff the air. It goes, ah! And then you hear it off in the distance, ah! And then the bear cub just kind of turns around, kicks up both its back feet to kick up dirt, and then scampers away.
0: We wait another 500 seconds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Before continuing? Yes. Um, you believe that the bear has made its way onward, and you are perfectly fine.
0: Okay. we're going to very quietly and carefully until we're a decent bit away. So continue on.
1: While you're walking, Jimothy goes. Hey, have you talked to our parents with your magic?
0: No, not recently. Have I? I don't.
1: Remember. You you have just touching base with her. Um, do you know during void and stuff like that? And he goes. I hope they're okay.
0: I hope so, too. I think that Mom is pretty competent, as we all know, and I think Dad's more competent than he lets on.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was learning a lot. Kind of bummed we had to leave Etchings. I was looking forward to getting into this larium with you.
0: I think that in our own unique way, we're going to learn a lot on this journey as well. And I think that in some ways we're going to learn more out here than we ever could in there.
1: I hope. I've just, twice now, what I thought I was going to be doing has been upended. I was going to join the Lance, but now I'm not. I wanted to study and I guess find out my own way and just learn and hopefully find a career with books, but things keep getting thrown at us.
0: I find really helps is to not really have any particular plans and just play it as it goes.
1: Yeah, but then if you don't have any plans, how do you know you're gonna achieve anything?
0: Who knows if you have plans you'll achieve that thing either. Sometimes you achieve things without really planning to. I think it's the ability to kind of adapt to your circumstances is what makes you achieve things.
1: Maybe. So we're gonna go see a big dragon. Oh yeah. I mean if if if, if Ray Sar is a baby wonder how big his mom is.
0: And you thought you weren't going to achieve anything. How many people can talk about that?
1: Yeah, we don't... Dragons aren't... Don't, they don't, they're not from around here, usually.
0: <laughs> we aren't in Toto anymore. Toto? We aren't in Kansas anymore, Toto. We're not in Toto anymore, <laughs> Kansas. <laughs> yeah, I know. My Miranda <laughs> carries around a state.
1: Like a map of a state. We're not in Toto anymore inside of a giant dog. <laughs> <A> Woof.
0: <laughs> oh, God, Toto.
1: <laughs> Evening falls. <laughs> Ow! And you begin to make camp. Do you want to take first watch, or do you want Jimothy to do
0: it? I'll take it, because I'm, I mean, I still have my good old lute, so I haven't abandoned it.
1: Of course. So what would you like to do while you, while Jimothy is trying to sleep? Are you just strumming your lute? What do yeah, you want to do? Yeah, just
0: like, I mean, I don't think Leah would ever say it in front of Jimothy, because she's definitely got to keep up the, the older sibling kind of vibe of, you know, don't worry, everything's okay. Because and I'm sure that Jimothy with his new like, I'm in the guard and I slash a sword thing, he probably doesn't remember when he was little and needed protection all the time. And Leah was the one who protected him from bullies and Leah was the one who taught him how to do a lot of early stuff because mom was busy in research and dad was stressed and doing all kinds of things. So there's definitely this sort of thing where she has always kept up that face just because Jimothy needs that kind of constance that he may not even be aware of. So she's kind of just processing, like she just heard a lot of crazy stuff and um I think Leah is much better than I, Miranda am, at being confident and kind of putting herself out there. But I still think there's a lot of those insecurities. So she's Strumming her lute, just kind of getting back to her early connections to music and her what she knows she's good at, even if she doesn't feel that way sometimes. Um, playing, you know, Song of Rest in case um, <laughs> Jimothy needed any extra oomph. Um, and just really trying to sink herself back into her world and reconnect to everything to hopefully get a better... Idea, because I'm assuming we're far enough in that we can like see the lake.
1: Not yet, but you probably will in the morning.
0: Yeah, because we got to get up pretty early to make sure we're there.
1: There is a faint chill in the air and a wind that smells of moisture, so you feel you're pretty close.
0: Yep. So just kind of make sure her cloak looks the same as the surrounding area and use prestidigitation to keep the music kind of muffled.
1: <laughs> okay. As a damper. Yes, the catch-all. So
0: you know, it's not my fault that the spell does aid a lot.
1: I know you just. You're very good at stretching out what that spell can do.
0: Hey, look, I'm, I'm pretty talented at using uh, things that are not supposed to do things to do things in real life.
1: <laughs> the next morning. You wake up. Your brother, keep him watch. You have some rations. It's been a while since you've been camping, so it was nice. But I think fog has rolled in. Coming from the lake. Even with fire in your hand, it would still... No, no, compass. (laughs) Oh, compass. You are eventually able to find the lake, and you do... After about an hour and a half of travel in the morning, you're able to reach the water. Jimothy almost stepped off into it because the fog is so thick. Yoink. And he goes, How, uh... How's the dragon going to find us?
0: So how thick is the fog?
1: Oh, it's thick fog. It's like thick, thick. You can probably see about 20 feet ahead of you.
0: How high up does the fog go? Oh,
1: it's thick, thick. About 20 feet above you is about as far as you can see.
0: Okay. Um, well, I guess I will burn a third level spell. Okay. And I'm going to cast Sending to Muziel Tlagong to let him know, um, like to basically say, I only have so many of these spells, we are... Right next to the lake, exiting the forest, I will set off some sparks every few minutes.
1: Um, you hear a reply. In some reason, you hear wind, too. No, that's not how the spell works. <laughs> but it's kind of like when you call somebody and you know they're driving, you can hear yeah. them driving. And you hear, sparks not going to work. Uh, You got any more... Fancy spells to shoot one straight up in the air.
0: I'm going to send a fire bolt
1: up. Jimothy does it too. You see as a fire, of your fire bolts just arc up through the fog, burning some of it away as they lance up and then just vanish. You wait. Yep. Jimothy kind of like, you know, adjust his feet because he's nervous. You wait. You kind of both glance around. It's very eerily quiet. You wait. Jimothy raises his hand, he goes, You think I need to send another? Whoosh! Out of nowhere, stealth, just you don't even hear it. You both feel a downburst of of air as, out of nowhere. This silver young dragon just whoosh just comes right in front of you, and the fog billows out, and then landing in the water with a splash, wings out to either side, glistening in silver is Rizar, the mountain's light looking down at you and looking a little bit bigger than he used to. And he goes, Leah! And wraps his wings around you and brings you both in quickly to <laughs> to embrace you in a hug.
0: Another water, another water, another
1: water! <laughs> you both go into the water. It gets up to your knees as you both get wet. But he doesn't care. His, his uh, dragon-like neck kind of like roughly nuzzles both of you. You know, whenever a horse nuzzles you, mm-hmm. but it'll also knock you off your feet. Oh, yeah. It's like that, but worse. And he's kind of crushing you between his wings and his, his head.
0: Well, they've been feeding you, boy!
1: How have you been?
0: Let's get out of the water and...
1: Oh, oh, I'm sorry. And he opens up his wings as you're both able to step out. uh, And he just kind of looks down and goes, It doesn't bother me. I like the water. Oh, it's been so long. How are both of you?
0: Doing, uh, doing okay. Doing okay. Learned a lot of really cool stuff.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, well, I haven't been down here this far in a minute. I'm surprised, uh, uh, my mother let me leave. She she thought about coming and get you, but let's just say I can fly a little more under the radar than she can. You'll you'll see, you'll see. Climb on, climb on, let's go, I was gonna let's say, go.
0: say, it's a perfect time with this fog. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. Come on, Jimothy.
1: Uh, Jimothy's like, wait, wait a minute. And then all of a sudden, Rysar just grabs him with his teeth turns jimothy around and he's like wait 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 and then scoops him up under the legs and he comes rolling back and you grab him before he falls he goes all right everybody hold on and before you can even hold on a few gusts of wind and whoosh you're up in the air what do you want to do while you're flying on the back of a dragon as Rizar billows his uh, pumps his wings once twice and you are scaling hundreds of feet up in the air
0: never ending story
1: <laughs> oh that poor horse <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's starting. We're doing it. Ah, uh, that was a why did, that was that was a traumatizing movie as a child.
0: I'm glad to bring that trauma back to Roost right here. I mean,
1: there was pluses and then there was negatives. You know, the horse, but then you'd also had the two sphinx with the the bare chested sphinx that you know would open their eyes and blast you out of the way. So it was, it was a hit and a miss. You're flying. Yep. <laughs> You're making your way across the sky. The fog is beneath you. You can't even see Miro. It's so thick. You just see blanket of silver with tufts of green sticking out of the top of it. Um, as Rysara turns and begins to fly towards the sleeping spine, the range of mountains in the distance that you've never been to, but you've always seen them there. The curtains, the calcified remains of a bygone uh, destroyer floating above you, as, the, and the sun uh, blazing on both of you as you are making your way along. First hour passes. Then another, um it's you've gone from being probably not Leah, but Jimothy for sure, and I'm gonna I'm gonna speak a little through Jimothy with my own fears goes from being terrified to just kind of settling into a dull terror, but <laughs> uh you know understands that this is about the way of it. Uh, a third hour passed. It's about ten o'clock at this point, uh, as you've come closer to the mountains and you are streaking right at them. Right at him, like at yep. full speed. Yep. There's, no, there's no pull up. There's no down or anything like that. And Jimothy starts tapping you. And he's like, uh, does he know that he's about to hit the mountain? He's going to hit the I'm mountain. I'm pretty
0: sure dragons are allergic to being turned into paste, too.
1: <laughs> you see the head turning, turn back over to look on his back while he's still flying? <laughs> he goes, yeah, we don't like that. And Jimothy's like, ah, nah, ah. he's pointing forward. He's like, he goes, whoosh, as he flies straight up along a mountain cliff.
0: Timothy <laughs> is the the Subaru voice of obstacle detected. Obstacle detected. Please look out.
1: <laughs> up he goes. Up, 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 up. gets getting hard to breathe. Uh, you're not used to being at this elevation. And you hear Rizar say, deep, slow breaths, deep, slow breaths. As he comes up, the cliff ends. And he immediately turns downward to grace along the top of a flat part of the mountain. Uh, and you feel his wings begin to beat in front of him to slow him down and gust as he begins to lower and come to a stop on top of stone jimothy falls off
0: there's a bunch of flowers along the line they're like a landing lights so yeah no flowers. <laughs> no. that would be
1: funny if there was flowers but there's not but jimothy immediately hops off into the granite stone and like puts both his arms out as if he's like hugging the um the ground what are you doing i wait until
0: you know he's settled off and i go down to help jimothy up and look around
1: give me a perception check
0: 30 20
1: you look up and there is still kind of a blanket of fog here as well but this it seems different it's more like mist like an icy mist almost like a white almost like a blizzard but it's not cold there's a gust of wind up here And you turn around to look back over and you can see, as far as the human eye can go, Cathedra. You see the beautiful lake beneath you, the forest. You can even see the cutting in the forest from where the civilized road goes off in either direction from Miro to wrap around and meet once more at the city of Vout, at the coastal holy city of Vout, located however far away. You can also remember that once upon a time, there was a beautiful tower city tower standing somewhere in your line of a line of sight from here, somewhere down there is, is your parents, your friend, your other friends that you've met, under the ground somewhere is a dwarf wizard just tinkering away with some portals as Prime Regis Thiel is probably back in her books. And it's breathtaking to be that high up and to see that gorgeous view, and you go to turn back around. And Timothy's jaw is completely open as he is staring up at a beautiful Cenadale, a large palace-like stone building with steepled um, points at four corners of a beautiful stone silver wall. And behind it is just a large building with a giant dome, stone dome over the top of it. And my uh, star goes, ah, welcome to my home. It's not much. But it's where we live.
0: Music swells.
1: The music swells. (laughs) Uh, Like, you know, something that looks like a dwarven city of some sort.
0: Howard Short. Y'all keep dragging me in for this.
1: (laughs) Can I go home? The
0: French horn players just, like, groan and pick up their instruments.
1: The French horn intensifies. So, what would you like to do? After
0: you, good sir.
1: Yeah. He goes a step. You duck underneath the tail. Jimothy does not, though, and it hits him <laughs> in the gun. He sends him flying, and, and Risar looks back and goes, I'm sorry, I'm growing, and I'm not used to my body yet. <laughs> Watch the tail.
0: Jimothy can relate.
1: The two of you go inside, and there's a grand hallway full of beautiful statues of roped figures of many different races. Um, the, there's no tapestries or anything on the wall there's, of anything like that, but when you step inside, you immediately feel a sense of warmth. But it's still misty in here. Uh, it's still hard to see. The only reason you know which way to go is that you can hear the you know heavy footfalls of Rizar on cob on uh, marble as he is making his way ahead of you, and you can still see his tail and his head and stuff. He's like, "Come on, she's this way."
0: Do I recognize any of like the names or anything on the?
1: Ooh, roll me a history check.
0: I've learned the language now. Right. 23.
1: I'm going to say no. But you can't, well, you can tell that though, this place is definitely one where people of high respect were kept, placed, um, a Lord of some sort, maybe this high up on the mountain, uh, Rizor tells you that it was once a watch post of some sort, but even you were like, this is a bit ornate, a bit glamorous for a watch post. So it must be something a little more.
0: Maybe they were watching the sky. It's a sky watch post.
1: Right. You go into a much larger chamber while you're contemplating this and now you are definitely inside the domed chamber you saw from the outside which is also just full of mist, fog. It's more hard to see in here than anything else and Rizar goes, "We're back. I went I got him back just like I said I would." Look around and you don't see anybody there. But wait, there's a shift in the fog and you feel a presence that you do not see. You know, just when you're in a room with somebody else and you just know they're there or you just, you know, I imagine people that are in, uh, live on continents with big game. Whenever a big animal walks by, you know, you just feel that they're there. There's just a sense of each other. And Jimothy goes, uh, Hi. Leo, I'm nervous. Out of the fog, large-scaled silver dragon head with a big-plumed fin emerges, looking down. Her head is the same size as Riseair's body. Comes down to both of you and comes within about ten feet. And teeth, mouth open to show teeth glittering silver. The eyes as well, and you hear, Welcome, to my domain, Leah and Jimothy.
0: Live long and prosper. We come in peace,
1: and we'll find out what happens next time. Did you so willingly went into the den of a dragon? Eh, why not? Eh, why not? <laughs> Indeed. Well, this is fun. I'm looking forward to our next session.
0: Now, there are worse things that could happen. Little bell jingles. In the shadows.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> hope everybody has a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Please leave a review anywhere you found us. You can reach out to us on Twitter at Bountiful Bards. We hope to see you again on the civilized road.
0: And bring bread and cheese.
1: As the story goes, until then.